listening to the Let's Go With Will podcast. As always, let's go. Yo, what's up, everyone? It's great to see y'all again. And whether you're watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud, thank y'all for coming back to the channel and checking out episode 141 of the Let's Go With Will podcast. As always, I'm your humble host, Will. And this week, the NBA Finals start. We got the Celtics versus the Warriors. So I'm going to be discussing key aspects to watch out for in this series, as well as who I got taking it on. Then I'm also going to be discussing the downfall of the Miami Heat and what led them not making the NBA Finals. Then I'm also going to be discussing Steph Curry being compared to LeBron James. I'm also going to be discussing Draymond Green's comments about Kevin Durant not receiving the double team throughout the Finals. And I'm also going to be discussing this offseason, certain free agents we got to keep an eye out for, like Zach Levine, Zion Williamson, and Russell Westbrook. That's on today's podcast. But before we start, we want to give a shout out to our sponsor this week, Let's Go Will.com. You guys already know by watching or listening, you're supporting the channel. But if you want to go above and beyond, make sure you guys check out the website and support. Go grab some merch. Trust me, I've been talking about it for since the inception of the podcast. If you support the merch, it's a good quality that I put out that I make sure it's battle tested. I make sure it lasts a very long time. It's great quality. It feels good. So if you want to go ahead and go above and beyond, make sure you guys check out letsgoworld.com and I'll greatly appreciate that. Now moving on to words of wisdom for this week. My words of wisdom are, it's okay to inspire others by being yourself. So in this day and age with social media, you got Instagram, you got Twitter, you got Facebook, you got all these social platforms. A lot of people are afraid to be themselves. They feel like their authentic selves are not going to get the likes that are going to translate to more traffic to their page. But I'm here to tell you, it's okay to be yourself. You don't have to put on a fake persona for the social media. You don't have to try to get more likes by being someone that's not you. It's okay to be you. And by you being yourself, you inspire those around you to be themselves as well. It's okay. Not to get 10,000 likes as long as you get the likes that made you who you are. We don't always have to go searching for likes and views as long as you're not compromising your integrity. If you hold your values strong, you keep your integrity, you're going to continue to grow. It might not be the fastest growth. It might not be the growth that everyone's looking for where it's 0 to 100. But over time, you'll get to those goals that you want to reach. You'll be able to keep that as well as your integrity. And at the end of the day, if you don't have your integrity, then you don't have anything. So it's okay to be yourself. And by you being yourself, you're going to inspire those around you to be themselves as well. Make sure you guys really use that advice this week because it's advice that I make sure I do my best to follow every week. Especially in this game where I'm trying to post more with my basketball clips. Sometimes I go down that path where... Maybe this might be clickbait and maybe this might get more views. But I stick to myself and I say, nope, if it ain't something that I'm proud of, I'm not putting it out. So that's why I want to share that advice with you guys. With that being said, let's get right back into the podcast. And as always, let's go. Easy. We got the Celtics versus the Warriors this week, the start of the NBA Finals. But before we start talking about that matchup, let's start talking about the teams that didn't make it to the finals. We got the Dallas Mavericks and we got the Miami Heat. So once again, I can send these teams to Cancun. I can make all these Cancun jokes. 
But I usually like to do that in the first round, maybe even the second round. But once you reach the conference finals, then it's not really a, okay, bye, see you at Cancun kind of moment. They worked hard. They got to the point where a lot of people wish they can get to the conference finals. So I'm not here to send people to Cancun and make fun of that. But I am here to address certain things that these teams need to keep an eye out for going forward into the future. The Dallas Mavericks. I told you guys from the start it was going to be a gentleman's sweep. Give myself a pat on the back because it's exactly what I said it was going to be. The Dallas Mavericks have a great roster. But guess what? They do too much one-on-one -on -one in their offense. They go ISO too many times. That'll give you a couple wins. In this series, only gave them one. But when you play against a defense like the, the Warriors that are scrappy, that will most likely switch on certain, certain key matchups, it's not going to work. And you're not going to be able to win a series once it starts getting deeper into the playoffs. So I got to give them a credit, round of applause for them for making it that far. But if they want to continue moving forward and if they want championship aspirations or if they have championship aspirations, they need to get a solid big. It's not working right now with Powell. It's not working with him. It could have been Porzingis, but things just didn't work out the way they were supposed to. They, It's not a solution for them long term. Luka can only do so much. You saw him giving you 30, 40, 50 points. Or not even 50 points. Excuse me. You saw him giving you 30, 40 points. But it just wasn't enough. So they need more players to be able to contribute defensively as well. Because it wasn't so much their offensive load. It wasn't so much the one-on-ones. It was a big part. But it wasn't so much that. It was more of them defensively not being able to get stops. So Dallas Mavericks, round of applause. You guys made it to the conference finals. But if you have championship aspirations, there's certain things that you guys need to retool on and certain things that I briefly mentioned. Now I want to go more in depth with the Miami Heat because guess what? They were one shot away from making the finals and this is a shot that a lot of people were discussing. Oh, it was a bad shot. It was rushed. This, this, and that. I'm here to tell y'all that was a great shot. And the reason why it was a great shot is because you play to win the game. You don't play to be safe. You don't play to, oh, I, I got to do this in order to get that. No, you play to win. That's a shot that Jimmy took. He had Al Horford back on his feet, pulled up. Maybe he could have set his feet a little bit. Maybe he could have been. No, but the shot selection was great in my opinion. He went for the win. You've been playing hard all year. Yeah, you could have maybe done a move to go get to the basket and make a layup. Maybe. But you play to win. You're aggressive all year. This is the moment. You have the ball in your superstar's hand. Took a shot. Didn't make it. Oh, well. It happens. But that aggressiveness, that's what I like to see. And it's for all the marbles right now. You either make it or you don't, but you're not going to. You have enough time to possibly get a rebound and set something up. That's what I like about it. It was shot pretty. Not pretty early, but enough time where you can go crash the board in case you miss. So a lot of people want to be discussing Jimmy Butler. Was it a bad shot? Was it rushed? This and that. It was a great shot. He just missed it. And sometimes you miss a shot. You're not going to make every single shot. But as long as you take a smart, aggressive shot, that's all I got to give credit for. And I said shot maybe like 15 times in the past minute. But guess what? We're talking about shots. Since we're since we're talking about shots, let's go ahead and move on to Struss's shot. A lot of people are saying the refs gave it to the Celtics because his foot wasn't on the line. 
at the end of the day, there's only so much you can see with just the fine eye in in real time. The ref, maybe it could have been out, maybe it wasn't. But in a split of a second, when you watch that, and even on the replay, it's still pretty damn close. It was a great call, in my opinion. And it's not robbery. It's not all oh, the refs gave this to the Celtics. No. Look at how close that foot was. It was just the same thing with Kevin Durant when his finger, when his toes, the tip of his toes were on the line against the Bucks. It happens. Sometimes you're off by this much. And on this shot, he was off by this much. And it wasn't enough evidence to overturn it. It wasn't It wasn't a clear decision where, oh, he was completely inbounds or completely out of bounds. But it was questionable. With that being said, I'm glad the refs called that because I would have called the same thing. That's out of bounds. And okay, you can zoom in with the mic- microscope and see, oh, well, it's a little bit hovering over. Now we're getting too much into ah, the fine details. Maybe you can implement certain things. In the future, maybe you can implement better cameras at the along the lines. But as of right now, those were the lines and those were the camera views. So whatever, the ref called it. And it goes back to what me saying, you got to prepare yourself for these late game situations. Because if you put yourself reliant on winning the game by just a three-pointer, maybe your game plan didn't work throughout the game then. Maybe it did. Maybe you wanted to be in this situation. But if you put yourself in this situation, it kind of goes back to like fighting when you leave it in the judge's hands. Sometimes things might not go your way. And this is a clear example. So the Miami Heat, give them much respect. Kyle Lowry said it's a wasted year because he only plays for championships. Kyle Lowry, pump the brakes. You've won one championship. You're saying every single year you wasted in the NBA then? I'm not here to discredit your championship. You're a champion. Round of applause. But when you talk like that where every year is wasted if it's not for a championship, I understand the mentality. It just sounds a little funny coming from you because you only won one championship. Relax, relax. But you know what? At the end of the day, if I had Kyle Lowry as a teammate and I heard him say that, I would love that mentality. But looking from the podcast point of view from my desk right here, it does sound a little funny. But I'm not going to discredit it. All right, you play for championships, then that means... You've wasted a lot of years in the NBA, minus that one championship, where people can say, oh, yeah, the Warriors were hurt and this and Hey, that's all fair and game. As long as we're discussing basketball, it's all fair and game. So now that we discuss the teams that are not in the finals, let's discuss the actual finals team and things that I feel are key aspects to watch out for in these in this series. Number one thing that I want to address is the defensive part, and I feel this is going to make the biggest difference in the game. Throughout the season, the Celtics were ranked number one defensively. The Warriors were right behind them. So the defensive battle is going to be there. But who plays the better defense and who has a better defensive game plan throughout the series and throughout the playoffs so far? I like how the Celtics switch on everything and they have the personnel to be able to switch on everything. Everyone's is light on their feet. Mostly it's it's only a couple matchups where I feel it might be an issue, but it goes back to the Warriors not playing Looney as much. They like to go small ball. So if they go small ball, I feel everyone on the Celtics roster is able to switch. And especially how the Warriors have a constant moving offense 
where you're setting down picks. The ball's up top. You got three screens coming this way. They're constantly moving. A team like the Celtics can keep up with that. It all goes back to who's going to do the nitty and gritty and who's going to be able to focus on the little details, such as boxing out when shots go up. You know the Warriors are going to shoot. You know they have a high-scoring offense throughout these playoffs. If I'm not mistaken, let me go ahead and pull it up. I think they're averaging 114 points throughout the postseason. Uh, postseason points total 14, 114.5. They have a high-scoring offense. They're going to get shots up in a hurry. And we know it with the Warriors. Sometimes they're hot. And when they're hot, it's flaming hot. But they do miss a lot of shots. And it goes back to their rebounding. They average 44 rebounds a game. So they're able to get shots up and as well as crash boards. So if the Celtics want to win this game, they got to be able to keep up with that with that style of offense, a high pace. They got to be switching consistently on picks because you, we know the Warriors love to set picks. They got to um, box out and rebound. The rebounding category, statistically, the Warriors average about two more rebounds a game. But their leading scorer, I mean leading rebounder, Kevin Looney, does sit on the bench quite often. And if they want to go small ball in this series, there goes your main rebounder. So the Celtics have a chance to beat them on the glass right there. And let's talk about the defensive um, um, style of teams that they played against in this series. The Denver Nuggets were not in the top 10 defensively. Neither were the Grizzlies. Neither were the Dallas Mavericks. Then we got to move on to the Celtics. Defensively, the, the Nets weren't there, but they had a stacked offense. Then you go move on to the Milwaukee Bucks. They were there defensively, and they had the reigning or one of the reigning finals MVP, Giannis Antetokounmpo. They shut him, they shut him down as much as they could. But that's two defensive battles that they've put up in the finals or in the playoffs already. Then you face the Miami Heat, another defensive team that they're there defensively. Offensively, it was kind of shaky. It went to Game 7. So you can say that favors the Warriors. But you can also say the Celtics are battle-tested now. That's what the side that I lean more towards, that the Celtics have proven they can shut down an offense like the Nets. Swept them. They've proven they can handle the pedigree of an experienced team. Like the Bucks, they've proven that deep down, when it gets down to the gritty grittiness of a series, they can win a game seven against the Heat. They're battle tested. They do things great defensively. They got the Defensive Player of the Year. They got time on their hands now, and that was a major thing that was affecting the Celtics. It was injuries that were lingering. Yeah, the Warriors have some injuries too, but it's not to one of their prime players. The Celtics had Smart out with this foot injury. Now that he has time to rest, it just makes it much better for them. So, going back and forth on all these predictions, I've been looking at the stats. The Warriors, on paper, score more than the Celtics, rebound more than the Celtics, assist more than the Celtics, and let's go ahead and compare their steals. Defensively, and it's about the same, 6.8, 6.5. So all the statistics lean towards the Warriors. But why am I still favoring the Celtics? 
it goes back to what I said of the playoff experience. Yeah, the obvious pick of finals experience goes to the Warriors. But this final or this playoff, the 2022 playoffs, a team that has been tested throughout each series, beating the Kevin Durant in the Nets, beating Giannis Antetokounmpo in the Bucks, beating Jimmy Butler in the Heat. Who's had a tougher road to the finals? Who's battle-tested in these playoffs? The Celtics. Yes, the Warriors have more experience in the finals. But it's about reaching your strides in this particular playoffs. I'm still leaning towards the Celtics. And I like the defensive schemes that they have. They How they switch on every single pick. That defensive tenacity that they have. So, right now... I said it in the last podcast. I said it in the previous podcast too. Whoever won that series between the Heat and the Celtics, and I was leaning towards the Celtics, and I picked the Celtics to win in six, I said they were going to win the finals. So now that the Celtics are in the finals, now that it's the Warriors, we had our breakdown. We talked about what I was looking for in this series. I got the Celtics winning in six. Ooh, and it's tough to say because... Statistically, everything is leaning towards the Warriors. But something that I've been seeing from the Celtics is it looks like it's their time. It looks like the Warriors are going to get out, get a couple wins. But overall, I think the Celtics are going to win. And this, let me go ahead and put an asterisk next to it. Obviously, if everyone remains healthy. If something happens where someone gets hurt, obviously it's going to change the whole trajectory of the series. But if things stay the way they are right now and players are meant to play or the players that are going to play, play, I got the Celtics winning in six. It's a series that I'm excited to see because it's going to be competitive. It's either going to go six or seven. If one team sweeps the other, my God, that's going to be so impressive. But it's going to be an evenly matched battle, I believe. And I got the Celtics winning in six. And this hurts me. It hurts me to my core. Because as a die-hard Laker fan, I bleed purple and gold. Having to pick the Warriors or the Celtics. It hurts me picking the Celtics. I got the Celtics winning in six. But you know what kind of makes it a little bit okay? Is the respect that Jason Tatum shows towards the greatest of all time, Kobe Bryant. You see, you saw it in the final series, Game 7. He wore the the armband with the 24 Lakers colors. Got to give respect to Jason Tatum, even though it's a Celtics. Even though he's a Celtics player and it's hurting me to choose them. I still got to pick the Celtics. I got them winning in six, and it hurts me. It hurts deep and down inside. I feel like crying. But I got to be as objective as possible. So I got the Celtics winning this series. Jason Tatum, you're lucky you wore that Kobe band. But my finals prediction this series, Celtics in six. And that guy on Twitter or that guy on Instagram, the one that posted the tattoo where he got the Celtics winning the 2022 championship. If the Celtics win, this guy has to get tickets for life. Courtside seats. Doesn't even matter if it's not court sites, whatever. If you just give him tickets for life, that's dedication right there. I love the Lakers. I'm die I'm a diehard Laker fan. But there ain't no way 
No chance that I would get a tattoo of a possible championship. There's no way I, I would do that. No way. So give respect to that Celtics fan. Wherever you're at, you're four wins away from being a prophet. So we'll see what happens. But I got the Celtics winning in six. What did you guys think? Let me know in the comments down below if you guys agree with me, if you guys disagree with me. Whatever it is, let me know how you guys feel about these NBA Finals. But I'm excited. I don't know about you guys. I can't wait. They start Thursday. So we'll see the matchups with the Celtics in six. And it hurts me to say that. Speaking of Celtics and the Finals, let's talk about... I mean, speaking of the Warriors and the Finals, let's talk about Draymond's comments. Unnecessary comments, in my opinion. Comments that didn't need to be said. But whatever, they were said. Draymond Green is an amazing player. He's an amazing commentator. And he knows what to say to keep the headlines around him and his team. So when it goes back to him saying Curry has more uh, finals experience because... Or has more... Had more finals, doubles, double coverages, double teams than Durant in the finals. It kind of makes you scratch your head like, okay, why... Why is this coming out now at this time? Obviously, because they're in the finals. But it didn't didn't need to be said. Is there still some bitterness of Draymond Green for Durant leaving the team? Maybe. That's completely plausible. Because don't forget, the reports were that Draymond, after they lost the finals, he got on the phone and called Durant. And then after we had that, that little verbal scuffle where he called Durant, the B word. There is tension there. There is history. Yes, supposedly they put differences aside. They settled the beef. But that doesn't stop them from throwing shots, in my opinion. I feel like this was more of a shot to Durant. And trying to big up Curry as well. But there's no way that... Maybe maybe what he meant was overall um, Curry had more double coverages. But it was pretty close, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. So we'll see how this plays out. We'll see if this backfires on Draymond. If he's gonna make, if he's gonna have to eat his words this final series. But it goes goes down to Curry and how he plays as well. So speaking of Curry, let's talk about that comparison between Curry and LeBron. We've compared LeBron to Kobe. We've compared LeBron to MJ. We've compared LeBron to the top of the top, the upper echelon, the greatest of all time. And it's been because of his performance throughout his whole career. So if we're going to be comparing Curry to LeBron, yes, some accolades are similar as far as championships. But statistically, Overall points, finals MVPs, season MVPs, all of those accolades still favor LeBron James. And even though Curry is on the brink of possibly getting a fourth championship, tying it up with LeBron James, don't act like I forgot about those championships with Durant. And yeah, championships, I, I said it doesn't matter. Championships are championships. You win it, you earn it, you deserve it. But when we rank the greats, we got to rank those performances as well. 
Finals MVPs for Curry, zero. Finals MVPs for LeBron, four. And it's not specifically just that because then I, my, my goat of all time is Kobe. But when we compare him with Jordan, Jordan has more championships, has more finals MVPs. So I'm not saying that's the end all be all. But when you compare the two and it's not close in range, then that's a no go for me. And I think it's premature to compare Curry to LeBron. Yes, Curry is 100% one of the all time greats. He's slowly moving forward and moving into the top 10 of all time. Definitely 100% in the top 10 if you're talking about just impactful players of all time. But just sheerly based on performance, Curry's not there. So let's pump the brakes. It's too soon to compare him to LeBron. The things that LeBron has done throughout his career is just way too far ahead of Curry right now. So yeah, they might be getting closer in championships. But as far as overall impact and accolades, it's just not there yet. So let's just pump the brakes. It's not there yet. Too soon. It's too soon. It's okay to just appreciate the greats while we have them without comparing them just yet. That's all I'm saying. It's just there's no need to compare them just yet. So let's move on to some things that might be coming up this offseason. Since we're talking about LeBron James, let's talk about the Lakers. The Lakers are reportedly bringing back Russell Westbrook this season. There are obviously reports of him possibly getting traded this, this, and that. It's cool. It's exciting. I'm a Westbrook fan. It wasn't the best season, but a lot of things came with this season. Obviously, everyone wasn't, wasn't healthy. We had no chemistry. We had some coach, coaching issues. But now this year, we got a new coach. Everyone's coming back and looking healthy. Hopefully, they're able to stay like that. This is a season that's going to be make or break for Westbrook and the Lakers as far as this roster. So I'm going to give it another year. Last year, it was kind of like, ah, I understand. But this year, with Russell Westbrook, it's make or break. Let's see what it what it's all about. Are you just a statistical guy where you average triple doubles? Or can you contribute to winning? Can you contribute to a long-term playoff success? That's the most important thing. Because obviously, Westbrook will contribute to winning this past season. It, was, it wasn't really there. But he's shown that he can take a OKC team, OKC team, and a Washington team, and even a Rockets team. He can help contribute to wins. But postseason success, that's what it's all about. So we'll see this season. Another player that we're talking about is Zach Levine because his names have been coming up, possibly coming to the Lakers, possibly re-signing with the Bulls. There's so many things going on that right now I'm just not ready to stick to one report. I'm waiting for more things to come out. And notice how I'm just briefly talking about this because it's the NBA Finals. We don't need to be talking about offseason. I'm just bringing it up because just the reports have been coming up. But I'm not too focused on it. I'm waiting for the NBA offseason for that. So Zach Levine, I'm going to keep an eye out for. And another one, Zion Williamson. Because it's been reported that the Pelicans are not willing to offer him a long-term deal. With obvious reasons because of his health. So that's something that I want to keep an eye out for. Because if they don't re-sign Zion, that was a centerpiece for their upcoming rebuild and their future. You're going to lose AD. 
Then the next piece that was supposed to be it is Zion. If you're reluctant to give him the long-term contract, contract is going to come back and haunt you. Trust me. So you're either going to keep Zion or you're going to make him upset and him possibly sign somewhere else. I'm not saying it's a good or bad thing, but I'm just saying those are the outcomes. So the Pelicans have a lot of thinking to do. But that's for the offseason. That's not now. Right now we're in the finals mode. I'm excited. I don't know about you guys, but NBA finals. What you guys think? Who you guys got winning? Let me know down below in the comments. We can have a discussion about it. We can have different points of view. As long as we come together and talk about it, that way we can have some basketball conversations. And especially right now in the finals, this is where the podcast is primarily heavily on basketball. Next week, we will have fight talk. But up until this point, until the finals are over, it's fight, it's basketball talk. So let's get used to it and let's keep going. Let me know in the comments below what you guys think and who you guys got winning the NBA finals. With that being said, that's going to be it for the podcast. Before we wrap things up, I want to give you guys my song recommendation for the week. This song is called Freedom of Speech by Dreamville and J. Cole. So let me go ahead and give you guys a preview. You guys already know I got to play it really low. That way I don't get flagged by YouTube or demonetized on all platforms. So let me play it real low. This is Freedom of Speech by Dreamville and J. Cole. Pinky chap. It's a great song because not only is it just a great vibe, but it's not one of those songs where you're at the gym and you're just like, it's just zero to 100. Sometimes you need a slow paced song that still gives you that energy. And this is exactly a song that fits that description. So it's called Freedom of Speech by Dreamville and J. Cole. Make sure you guys add that to your workout playlist. And once again, give a shout out to our sponsor this week, Let's Go Will.com. Check out the shirts. Great material. If you want to feel good, get these shirts because they fit like a glove. They fit perfectly. And if you want to go bigger, just get a bigger size as well. But they last long. The material is great. They're battle tested. So I want to thank you all for supporting by either watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud. But if you want to go above and beyond, make sure you guys cop some merch. And I greatly appreciate it. With that being said, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for supporting. And as always... Let's go.